0: That was just beautiful, a deeper love, you know, that's what we find in unity. Um, I'm so happy to have unity in my life. I had it in the uh walked into a unity church in the early eighties and it absolutely changed our life for the better. So we're gonna talk about Father's Day a little bit that under President Richard Nixon in nineteen seventy-two. Congress passed an act officially making Father's Day a national holiday. Now, people have many different feelings about Father's Day. You know, our fathers uh, being the men that they are. Uh, Benjamin Franklin said, a father's a treasure, a brother is a comfort, a friend is both. So, just to know that every man plays a role. So, Those men here who are fathers, if you're able, would you stand? Those men who are brothers, would you stand? Keep standing, the ones who are fathers. And those men who are friends, would you please stand? We need you so much, and we need you to be the Christ Spirit for us because we watch you, and you ground us, and you bring things to this material world. And when we were serving the children, John played the father to so many who didn't have fathers in the home. Two of the kids married men like him. It was a great, great, great gift. Unfortunately, my daughters married men like me. (laughs) It happens. But I just wanted to say we honor all of you for what you bring to our world. So thank you. I like what Mark Twain said. He said, when I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant. I could hardly stand to have the old man around, but when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much he had learned in seven years. (laughs) Isn't that true as we go through life? I still remember our our parents who have since passed. um, I I look at things that they did or things that they said, and and I I just think, wow, now I understand. You know, we just didn't have the understanding. And then, of course, we'll finish with Will Rogers, Jr. Um, His heritage to his children wasn't words or possessions, but an unspoken treasure. The treasure of his example as a man and a father. And I just want to say again from serving youth how important men are. To balance out our children, so you can be a father, you can be a brother, or you can be a friend to these young people, and it is important. So let's go to the title of my talk: "My Father's House." When I sent it, to, <laughs> when I sent it to uh, Bonnie, she uh, sent back an email because I said, "My Father's House: Christ Consciousness." And she said, you do know this month is about beauty. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. So my father's house, the beauty of Christ consciousness. You know, um, it's not for us to be afraid. You know, I had a father, and I've said this many times, but he was a survivor from World War II. And um, so he was just a darling, darling, loving, faithful spirit who had... A serious case of post-traumatic stress. So, you know, we had a house that was very lively, very lively. He was, did I mention he was a Marine? So just in that fact, but uh, so I understand fathers. I understand that you can love them, that you have to heal from them, they, that you just love them totally uh, as the kids do John. You know, so there's many different roles that that fathers play. But when you say your father's house, sometimes you think of your father. But what it is is exactly what I said in the meditation. It's the principle. It's the absolute. It's the great unlimited consciousness. That's the father. That's the role that this father plays. And in that father's house lives the son, which is the word. So my Father's house, the beauty of Christ's consciousness, is us. And so we can walk with great, great uh, confidence in that. And to know that as a man quickened with spiritual faith, his word is endowed with power. And so that's what unity teaches. But that's what every... Faith held, teaches. It was the Word. Our Word has power to create. When we are quickened in spiritual understanding, we experience renewal of mind and transformation of body. Now, I have to say, after practicing unity all these years, I have a different mind. And I'm so grateful for it. I understand things that I never understood before. And I'm so grateful for it. And that's called, in Revealing Word, the Father of Lights. It's a source of profound understanding and illumination. So we can call on that anytime, profound understanding and illumination. We can call on that anytime when we are in a whirlwind of confusion. You know, what's our world doing now? It's kind of in a whirlwind of confusion. But we can call on this power, this father of lights, to understand that when we speak, there's a vibration that goes through our body and shakes us up. And what's it shaking us up for? We have to ask that question. Are we shaking ourselves up for fear? Are we shaking ourselves up to learn how to love and serve in any situation? And when you say that, everybody goes, but what about? You have to understand we are the solution to but what about. But we can't do that if we don't understand that this Christ consciousness is a real thing. And the vibration of the word has spiritual power in our centers to become the beauty of the Christ consciousness. And, you know, I play about that, but actually the Christ consciousness is beauty. The 12 powers are part of our pattern. You know, I always say that. Um, people say well i don 't quite understand the twelve powers they're in our body and where and but they're, they're, if you know how to sew or you know if you know you need a pattern for things uh, like let 's say a skilled sewer needs a pattern doesn 't mean they 're not a skilled sewer, so a person who 's doing their spiritual work, they need a pattern, and that 's what the twelve powers are. They are pattern so that we can use it to build this kind of beautiful Christ consciousness that we're talking about. So, um, you know, we just have to get on it and to study, uh, which is so great because unity encourages study. I mean, it was all about Charles Fillmore, was all about the written word. So we shape our thoughts. And we reflect this divine idea, the absolute realm, which is the Father's house, to the Word, which is our Christ consciousness. The Word gives us order and regularity to the movement of things in the divine dynamic. The divine dynamic. I love that. The energy and self-revelation of God within. And this stuff is It's a game of awakening. It's a prize of awareness. It's really something. And in the Heart Centered Metaphysics, which is a study book that we use uh, to become licensed teachers and also to become ministers, we use the same book. Our work here now is to awaken to the divine powers with which God has endowed us. That's our work. To awaken to these divine powers. Our divine nature. And to understand, we had this discussion yesterday. I had a luncheon for um, my prayer sisters who we've been together 25 years or longer. We can't remember. Anyway, um they stayed seven hours. Now, that's a spiritual number, but really? And uh, we, it, was, it was a long visit. I loved it, by the way, but none of us could believe the time. And um, we had this big discussion about um, how you receive your uh, spiritual powers because they're already there. It's not, it's not that you're discovering something or making something new. Everything is here for us. But we have to allow it. That's one of my favorite words. We know how to stop things. We're probably pretty good at that. So we have to allow, or at least I'm pretty good at that. We have to allow it. So in uh, Zechariah, it says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. So, you know, we don't have to climb a mountain here. It's not by might or by power. It's by spirit. Jesus told us that when he said, My Father within me doeth the work. So in my Father's house, the word comes out. The work is done. And what's the work? Because you know, work, what's the work? Some people like to work, some people don't. The work is to love. So then that goes back into allowing. To allow this energy to come from your heart. No matter what. No matter what. It's amazing. It's miraculous. It's the beauty of the I am. To meditate on the I am. Our mind is quickened by the light of spiritual understanding. That's one of our powers. Spiritual understanding. We have the power of choice. We have the power of will. So understanding and will. Be still and know. We're told so many times. But it's a choice. Because sometimes we like to get in the confusion and frustration. The ego's journey is self-will run riot. And we can have the best intentions. And my father always said, this is is one of his spiritual lines, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. (laughs) And I think, what in the heck does that mean? (laughs) But I understand now that our egos involved when we're trying to do good. You don't have to try. There's a saying in program: "Trying is lying." Well, I'm trying, you know. Because really, all we have to do is allow, allow, allow the flow. It's amazing. It's amazing. So we do this through self-observation. You know, we're always looking out because, you know, did you see what she did and he didn't? Can you believe and I don't know? And the truth is, self-observation is looking within. To know thyself is not about the personality or ego. I can remember when I first came to Unity in the early 80s, Um, The minister I went to was just an excellent teacher. So I wanted her to get to know me because I was young and um, really thought I was pretty neat. So let her know me. So I told her about myself, and I would say, well, this is the way I am. Well, I do this, but you know what? This is the way I am. And she was so patient. She listened. I don't know if she listened one visit or ten visits, but she listened. And then finally one day she said, you know, Donna, that's not true. I thought, well, this is my life. But what I was saying wasn't true. Because what I was was what she knew, the 12 powers and love. Not all the you know, of course I was talking about problems and this and that, and I love that statement today because it's not true, all this stuff we say. It's not really who we are, our judgments or our ego or whatever. That's why I love the 12 steps because... You can only say your name. Now, that, by the way, that belief has hurt me because I never remember people's last names and I don't care what they do for a living. But the belief is great because it takes the ego out of who you are. So to understand that education is the emphasis of normal, normally, uh, I'm sorry, education. This is Eric Butterworth, one of our great unity ministers from New York. He has since made his transition. So education, the emphasis is normally placed on the acquisition of knowledge. True education is the process of waking up to life and releasing the infusion of love, of, of light, the stuck light that's in us. That's what really waking up is. It's all those spots where you're stuck. It's a letting go and letting God. It's to have spiritual understanding. And so that when Jesus did say to us, you are the light of the world, we get it. And it comes humbly. Because don't think you don't hear people's path. I had two nephews in the hospital this week. We're a big, big family. You hear. You know. I called out their name during prayer. You hear. You know. You pray. And in hearing and knowing and praying, when you call out their name, you're calling it out from life. You're calling it out from love. You're calling it out from light. You're not calling it out from fear and worry, and i got to fix it, and how do I take care of it? So that when we say that the truth will set you free, that's true. And it's the truth about yourself. To look at light as holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, and hope. Okay, so when we say we're light, let our light shine, let our holiness, let our goodness, let our knowledge, let our wisdom, let our grace and hope shine. Be a light in someone's life. It could be one person. And understand, be easy on yourself as I close. Most of us are the swinging door. I had this vision because, you know, my grandmother had swinging doors. And I love those swinging doors. They were a toy to me. I probably annoyed everybody for many reasons, but especially the swinging door. (laughs) I have have a granddaughter who sometimes does annoy me. And my sister says, she's just like you, including her calves, because I always stretched out my sister's pants. So this, I love this granddaughter, and, and but, you know, we have a pivotal consciousness. We swing. We swing inward, and we're this light of holy goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, and all. We swing outward, and we do whatever that ego asks us to do, and we're good at it. We're good at both, actually. It's a swinging door. So be easy on yourself. Know that there are desirable parts of your compassionate self-observation, and then there's not so great. And to to know that there's value in both because you're going to learn. You're going to learn things. To be desirable of your beliefs and thoughts and feelings and attitudes and opinions, Or undesirable, as you look at your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, attitudes, and opinions. Both need to be respected. One is the fertilizer of your growth, and the other one is the gift of your growth. So please don't be hard on yourself, because we've all done things that, you know, we don't like. We don't like that fertilizer. And we've all done things that have been holy in holy moments. And we've sat with people in holy moments of healing. And we like that part, that gift. But it's all self-observation. It's compassionate self-observation. So self-knowledge is self-acceptance. And to kind heartedly serve our brothers and sisters. And finally, to let our light shine. Thank you. So now I, oh, some, you know, I serve a lot of churches, and some churches clap and some churches don't. So I don't ever know what's going on. So let's have a big. Thank you. Um, And my spiritual practice, do we have that? Okay, thanks. Okay, so as I was reading this week, this was a common thing, is, is our work here now is to awaken to the divine powers with which God has endowed us. Within each person, there is a new world awaiting discovery, our unlimited potential. This week, practice compassion and self-observation. As you go within to the gifts of the Spirit so freely given, be still in the beauty of Christ's consciousness, which is my Father's house, and know that you are life and love and light. Thank you.